wore the shirt not realizing it was even intentional. <gasps> yeah. It's a shirt that says Halloween. <gasps> Look at that veiny hand. Ooh. I like a good... I'm rubbing um, myself. Hand. I'm so sorry. <laughs> not in my own home. <laughs> you can rub yourself here. Just a rub. Aw. This is a rub. Aw, babe. Safe you mean rub it? zone. You know what? Maybe I take it back. You can rub the cats. You can rub... <gasps> well, hey, listeners. I don't know if Cody will leave this part in. But uh, we're drinking a hot apple cider right now. Oh, and I just turned on Siri by accident. <laughs> Sorry, I literally never talked to hey, her. Hey, Siri nurse. Hi, Siri. Right. Um, you want to deliver me some free food? Hi, hot Hi. apple cider. Hi, hot, hot apple, apple ter- cider. Cheers, bitch. Ooh. That's the, the, is that ASMR? I think so. I just started licking my lips, like, as if that's ASMR. I, mean, I feel like it mostly is. It's just mostly people, it's like, just it's just mouth sounds. I'm sure they love to hear that, the ASMR people. It's just sounds. It's just sounds. I mean, like, our inbox it's one of those things I'm like, it's not sexual, allegedly, but, like... I mean, anything can be sexual if you try. That's a really good point. And I'm not or saying that, want. like, it's sexual, disgusting. Mm. I, I, I love sexual bucket. stuff. What? Speaking anyway. of... Yeah? Sexual. Okay. Let's talk about this movie called Halloween, Halloween Ends. Ends. But for... Oh, but uh, I guess I should say, this is Halloween or is a horror movie podcast. Oh. I'm Kira. I'm Cody. I guess you should... I guess I should say. I guess I should say <laughs> that I'm going to put a piece of chip in my mouth. Boop. Crunch, crunch. Uh, so, yeah, Halloween Ends, the third film in this, like, rebooty... Um, <laughs> rebooty. Re- <laughs> rebooty. Sorry. I don't know why I love that so much. <laughs> rebooty. She, she had the, re- the rebooty. <laughs> Uh, the little trilogy, this David Gordon Green Halloween situation, which was the first one was Halloween 2018, and then there was Halloween Kills last year. Yeah. And well, well, let's talk about. So we both did not really like the first one. No. No, and it's I liked it more on rewatch when I was watching it to prepare for Kills last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was to prepare for Kills. Prepare um, for the Kills. Prepare for Kills. Because I was not expecting it to be good you know so i i i I had more enjoyable of a time with it because i was not Uh, expecting quality so and then i liked i i quite liked halloween kills Uh i think it's a dumb movie but i think it's more enjoyable it's at least entertaining as opposed to the first one which i find kind of not (laughs) engaging even though i feel like we're very i'm very alone in that opinion most people don't agree with that and then this one. So what, what are your thoughts on the last of the other two in case people haven't listened to those episodes? So, yeah, I remember the first one I did not like. But again, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, when you when you watch it the second time and you after you've accepted what it is, like, right. you can't have fun with it. But, um, yeah, you know, it's just not my thing. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my thing. How do I say this? I, I don't, just don't like it. I don't it. like it. <laughs> um, it just doesn't, like, resonate with me. Um, as much as it may with others. Um, the second movie, I remember, again, having more fun with it, which I think also, it was maybe a little more clear of a story. We were already kind of invested at that point. Um, this film, though. Yeah, what'd you think? I don't think I liked it. No, me neither. There's things about it, there's literally moments, and I, when I say moments, I mean truly a yes. minute, 60 seconds, where I was like, okay, work. It's just choices I don't I don't like. I'm not, and you know, and I know in the first two episodes, I'm very, the, you know, the episodes regarding the last two movies, yeah. I'm very much like, I don't like it. And, uh, you know, I stand by that. But obviously, I still I feel respect... like you're pretty positive on kills, if I remember correctly. I, uh... Were you lying? Didn't finish listening <laughs> to it. Okay. <laughs> the episode in preparation for today. So thank you. That's good. Well, that's good. But I remember the we first one I did like, not this like. It wasn't a good movie, but we liked it more than the first one. Yeah. The first one was definitely like, I felt I was saying a lot of negative things, which I do stand by, because I, I, I said what I meant at the time. I do respect how, like, we were able to see... 
everything kind of come to an end to a degree. It was just like, and I'm happy for Lori in the theoretical sense. And I'm happy for Jamie Lee Curtis in the real yeah. physical sense. But, um, yeah, you know, and it's, I guess it's not for me. I really feel like it's just for her and for Johnny Carps at this point. Johnny Carps. The thing about this movie that's interesting is I feel like, so the first movie got good reviews and is kind of well regarded amongst, from what I've found, like horror fans and even Halloween fans. That's the horror. That's the real horror. And then the second one got not as good reviews and is not very well regarded. So I quite feel the opposite for both of these. This movie... Nobody likes it. <laughs> There's, I'm, I'm making a grand gesture, but it got, oh, yeah, it got bad reviews. Scores, yeah. It got, it's, it got a low audience score from, from my purview on Twitter, on horror movie Twitter, etc. Most people are like, eh, not a fan of this. I've seen some people <laughs> who are into it. Okay. The alignment I've seen is like, if people liked the first one, they're more likely to like ends. If they liked kills best, they're not going to like ends. And that's kind of how I feel. There is a mathematical equation there. Right. There's, it's very A squared plus B squared equals Halloween. Oh. Equals H squared. What? Um. Anyway. Shall we? Yeah. Let's please. Let's please. Let's please. (laughs) So this movie starts out kind of strangely by introducing us to a new character. With also a name that is um, alliteration. Michael Corey Cunningham, Myers. Michael Myers. One my jaw say. dropped, listeners. Wow. My, my mouth was gaping. <laughs> it's really rare that I say things that make you go, uh, whoa. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. You stun me all the time. Uh, it's the apple cider, and I'm just going to search it's the apple cider. It's literally, it's there's so no sweet. alcohol in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like, I don't even know what's meant to be heated up, but I did. Well, if we die, we die. <laughs> if this is what takes me out. Sorry. <laughs> Just pointing at me. <laughs> I look accusatory because of what we were talking about before. But you fuck with apple cider donuts? Oh, mama. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, the thing about autumnal so treats, the flavors, the flavors really work in whatever situation you want them in. Baked, delicious. Cold drink, oh. yum, yum. Hot drink, I'm drinking it right now. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, every, like, all oh, the fall every, flavors, the apples, the pumpkins. Oh, oh, it works The any, cinnamon. Like, temperature. Any temperature, any solid, gotcha. liquid, gaseous? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they do We're make pumpkin out. spice poppers, which I would, I guess would be the, like, We've gaseous. We've gone too far. Yeah. God is dead. <laughs> We've gone too far. What is it? It's like, maybe. Jesus comes back, he sees yeah. pumpkin spice poppers and goes, actually, Nard. let's do the flood again. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad I left. You know what? It didn't work, did it? <laughs> I died for this! For this? <laughs> Holding up the poppers. Yeah. Shaking them. Taking some. What? Okay. I took notes as I wrote the movie, so do you yes. want to just like go through? You wrote the movie? I mean, I honestly could have. <laughs> no. Yes, no, let's go that's through. That's so, so tacky to say. Um, it's hard to write. It's hard to write, and yet... But yeah, oh, but... Anyway. <laughs> and yet... Yes. Um, so yeah, um, we meet Corey Cunningham. Corey. Which, and- did you get it? Corey's a babysitter. Lori was a babysitter. Corey. Lori. Oh, you know what? I didn't actually think of the rhyming. I just thought of the alliteration. Well, that's why so, there's two of us talking about this movie. Because <laughs> we need two brains to get to these two observations. Brains to, get one, <laughs> to get through one, one film. Yeah, we meet Corey. I love, I love this opening scene. Me too. I was like, okay. Spooky. Spooky. And, like, and upsetting. Like, well, that too. Well, also, it was like, okay, I guess I know how this is going to go. Yeah. And then it doesn't. And then I was like, oh. Right. Yes. Great. Which I think establishes something of a 
look into what this director writer situation how they seek to elevate stakes and create drama which is to subvert expectations they are very into taking what you think you're gonna see and going "Mm -mm." and i don't think that always works i think it's mostly kind of a cheap way to create tension and take that tension and go like whoa i i (laughs) so like this opening and you think it was that it was not effective in this case? No, uh, this opening. There's a death of a child has nothing to do with Michael. This kid just gets bonked off of a balcony and falls like four flights down, <laughs> right from his mama. Which it's wild. The yeah, no, the no, group no, I was watching rough. this with was like, whoa, and in, you know, in that sense, I was like, oh wow, we're really this is gonna be interesting. We're willing. Oh, we're killing children. Well, that's the other thing is I feel like horror movies nowadays are like killing kids. That's a good way to make you fucking scared. Really true though. Hereditary. This is the dawning of uh, killing children in horror. This is the know. dawning of the kids. Uh, they are dying. Um, yeah, Hereditary does that obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it follows is about a bunch of like youths. Doctor uh, Sleep. Doctor Sleep. They straight up murdered a child. Amazing. <laughs> Which I know you watched it. Yeah, 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 there was like I don't know during the winter when I was like watching random shit. I watched what'd it. I, I texted you. What did you think? I liked it. Yeah, they straight up murdered a kid though. That kid was good too. I know. I really want to. Yeah. I've been meaning to like go back and like watch behind the scenes or like look at interviews because he really was like acting. <laughs> he like famously was like acting his little ass off. Aww, literally, so he's quite a small person. <laughs> yeah, because he's a child. He's a child, and uh, when it ended. All the other act- the adult actors were like, oh my god. And the, the kid was like, okay, what time is lunch? Like, was just not oh bothered. He's like, I'm just acting. It. I'm just doing it. Right, and you're like, this is the most horrific thing. There's this great picture of him behind the... I'll post... This has nothing to do with Halloween ends, but I'm Doctor Sleep is a much better movie. Yeah. There's this great picture of, like, the kid actor, like, covered in blood, like, giving a thumbs up. And Rebecca Ferguson, <laughs> who plays the, like, woman the with the hat, is like... Whatever. his hand, Her hand's, like, on his shoulder or his head, and she's like... <laughs> she just looks like so like tired. She's like, <laughs> it's insane. It's so funny. I love that. So you, I'm sorry. So uh, you don't think this was effective, or you do think it was? Effective? I do think it was effective, but I think later when the rest of the movie is a lot of taking like what you think you're going to see, i.e., a movie full of Michael Myers killing people, and you don't really right. get that. It's kind of like we're going to make the audience invested because we're giving them something different, as opposed to playing within the realm of what they were expecting. And giving them a good movie. And I think... Work. I'm not against, like, subverting expectations, because I think it can be an interesting way to raise the stakes when it's done well. But so much of, like, film nowadays in general is taking a structure, a formula that people know from, like, you know, 100 years of movies being made, mm-hmm. and flipping it, or calling attention to it, and going, like, this is dumb. Like, I think of, like, Marvel movies, or, like, fucking, like, Deadpool. Like, all the movie is is him being, like, oh, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Blah, blah. You're like, and, it, <laughs> it, and it's fine, like, momentarily, but yeah. that has become, like, the defining cultural voice of cinema, rather than, like, the subversion of it, rather than, like, the kind of satirical lens. And it's, like, you okay. to have, like, so much satire and examination and self-referential... Film, but not much film being made that is, like, the thing being mocked. Totally. It feels like, what are we making fun of? Because, like, nobody's making movies like that anymore. Nobody's making movies that are the thing you're making fun of. Exactly, yeah. So, for a movie like this to take expectations and flip them, I'm like... It's like, okay, but what if I just wanted to see a Halloween movie? Like, that was good. Yeah. How dare I? (laughs) Yeah. 
I agree, and I feel like I feel that like what you're saying that kind of goes with the whole trilogy because I feel like going into Halloween, Halloween 2018, you know, I I went in wanting to see a really to see a Halloween movie and like I know I shouldn't say that I was expecting it to be a certain way and my expectations were not met, which is fine. I just find that it's like how can we make this person kill a whole bunch of people? Yeah, in, in like fun new ways. Which definitely has its place in time. I don't know. I'm just not. And I thought more would come out of this, like, Corey Cunningham character. But instead, he kind of, like, took over the plot when it's like, well, I kind of wanted to learn more about Allison, too. We learned, we built up sure. all this shit about her. She's barely in the last movie. Or at yeah. least doesn't have much to do. Or, or it's, like, not even really about her. It's really about Corey. And, and, like, we are given this idea that, you know, evil can come from anywhere. And you think, like... I just feel like they had a lot of, like, really cool ideas. I feel like the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie is really well done and well written. Uh-huh. And then, like, near the end, they're like, ah, we gotta kill this guy. Right. I mean, the thing we're Let's talking about, up. just to kind of summarize, this character, Corey, this kid dies. He's, you know, up for manslaughter charges. He is right. cleared of them. It was a totally accidental death. This kid, like, locked him in a, a, an well, attic. Not so clear to the mom. Of the child. Yes, and I think no matter what, if your kid dies, it's, you know, whatever. Because right. um, she was at the Halloween party the very next year. Right. Wearing, or I think it's four years later. <laughs> four years but later. But still, wearing oh, the sure, same sure. Halloween costume in her, whatever. Anyway. My party, when she showed up, was confused. Like, we thought it was, he was hallucinating because we're like, why is she dressed the exact same way as she Seriously? was four years ago on the night her kid died right in front of her? Right. Anyway. Also, like, work girl still going out. The grief hasn't gotten her. She was sitting at a bar. <laughs> what, she was what? Sitting at a bar. Get out of the house. Get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, potato, potato. Yeah. So Corey um, is cleared of manslaughter. Again, this is a total accident. He was locked in an attic and this kid was like fucking with him. <laughs> Michael Myers is going to get you. Yeah. And like, so Corey was like, you know, was was slamming fun. his body into the door and he like eventually knocks the door open and hits the kid. Kid falls off the banister again, like three or four flights of stairs. Completely dies, like smashes to the ground. Completely um, dies. <laughs> he completely dies. Not just partially. <laughs> He's a doctor. Um, <laughs> so we jump ahead four years, and Corey is now, you know, basically the town outcast. He's working at his uncle's junkyard, like fixing cars. Yeah. Whenever he kind of goes anywhere, though, people are like, oh my God, it's that guy. Which, you know, I guess that's how small towns work. Make it work for you, though. Oh, uh, sorry, and I do want to mention, yeah, no. uh, after the initial scene where we see the kid die, we see the credits, and mm-hmm. the credits are, we have the amazing, I- oh. the amazing <laughs> iconic music uh, from the original, the John Carpenter, um, you know, you know it, you know yep. it, kids, uh, but it has, like, a nice little, like, bass beat to the back of it, which is mm, kind of nice, mm, um, mm. and um, yeah, I the throw font, ass at that. <laughs> I would absolutely get ripped apart to that, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the, but the font for this movie was similar if not the exact same it was the exact same mm-hmm. uh to halloween three yes season, season of the, the witch which which we talked about in a previous episode while you brought that up i do want to say my like thoughts about these movies tying okay anyway oh my god so, yeah get into it so hollow okay it's really interesting how halloween one two and three the originals Mm. Kind of weirdly line up with this <gasps> new trilogy. Tell me about it. And it's because my, I don't know if this is fully intentional, but the, the font being used is like kind of feels like almost a clue. Mm. So the first Halloween, the original one, the good one, and the 2018 one are both movies about, they're this moody kind of like piece about, you know, this terror slowly invading the suburbs mm-hmm. and wreaking havoc and it ends with Laurie versus Michael. The second movie... Halloween 2 and Halloween Mm -hmm. Kills both have 
a huge increase in violence mm-hmm. um, that take place immediately after the first movie. Yeah. The kills are more intense. There's more kills. And they both have a lot of... They have scenes at hospitals. <laughs> yes, very much. Halloween 3 season of The Witch... Michael Myers is not in it. It's a it's it's like doing an American horror story anthology situation where mm-hmm. it's about different characters who live in a world where the movie Halloween exists cuz you see it playing on a bar TV at one point. So like right, right, right. you could say it's like our real world so or good. another universe or whatever. So Michael Myers is not a factor in that movie mm-hmm. and Michael Myers is barely a factor in Halloween ends. <laughs> he has like very little time on screen. <coughs> the vast majority of the kills in the film are not done by him. Yeah. I think he only has one kill that he does entirely by himself. I'm thinking about it. It's uh, Allison's co-worker, the nurse, who's like over at her boss's house. Oh, and the people... He like stabs her into the painting. And the people in the... Uh, the, the radio jockey. The radio DJ. And that was uh, Corey. That was Corey? Why did Corey I'm do I'm pretty that? sure. Well, hold on. Now I need to know. Well, now I need to know. That was also the thing. Not to yep. always be like, well, that was Corey? Yep. Oh, because earlier the guy was like, get off my property. Which, like... Also, <sighs> yeah, the radio DJ, who this whole movie, this whole town is like listening to the radio. Like, it's fucking 1987, but... I kind of liked I, it. I liked it, too. I liked the vibes of it, but it was kind of just... It felt like we're going to have this in the movie. <laughs> Come hell or high water. I don't care. I need to have this radio channel channel station being like listened to by everybody i don't care if it doesn't make sense that's me as the writer great and scene thank you he kills him because this radio guy is like talking about michael and how like the town is you know like just waiting for him basically and it's kind of blaming Lori on it like blaming michael that's on Lori. That's, th- that's another thing that comes up too is people are like you <laughs> you they're like you led this crazy yeah. guy to us, which I'm like, when did that happen? Did I forget? Did that happen in the last movie? No. What? I mean, there must, that I must mean, be to a degree and I'm just not really recognizing it. He was going to Haddonfield ostensibly to get Lori, but Halloween Kills makes it kind of clear that he's like just trying to get home, which is the story with a lot of Halloweens. That's like the fourth Halloween movie to be like, he just wants to go back to his house, uh, which relatable. <laughs> a package I he needs to, to pick up. I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, I don't want to be out anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole town is just blaming this on Lori. The town also this has just been strange. like poisoned by the Halloween attacks from the first two movies. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly on high alert and like anything bad that happens, they're like, it was Michael, it was Michael. So that's kind of interesting. Because we find out Lori, after the credits, Lori is fully in her Carrie Bradshaw phase. Yes. Book. She's literally in front of a window like, hey... Did Halloween end, or did I end right. Halloween, bitch? Ooh! Did Halloween kills, or did I kills Halloween? Uh, or did I kill? <laughs> yeah, maybe I stole that from a meme. But, um, yeah, and, and during that, she um, is talking about how, like, it really is, like, this... But they're saying how it's, like, the evil is, like, kind of spreading through the town, and, like, we see, like, people dead in a car, and the mm-hmm. policeman's like, it's not Michael, though, because he doesn't shoot people, and, like, someone hung themselves, and they're like, oh, that sucks <laughs> i don't think it was michael Whoopsie. but uh yeah. <laughs> but uh so it's kind of like it's throughout the town and Corey's gonna be next because even though he was just a regular right. regular kid um but then like nothing comes of it he just ends up being a turd right the townspeople are kind of vindicated it. in their low opinion of him they're like he's We're, a murderer yeah. and it's like yeah i guess he is, is. Really? and it doesn't even make up the movie doesn't really hammer home some sort of point about that like the monsters you create become real if you let them like that kind of thing I don't know. Like, there was room for you to do something with this, and they just kind of... I not. agree. There were a lot of moments of, like, 
we're kind of saying something here, yep. but then it doesn't follow through. Or like her, um, him and, um, what's her face? Him and Allison were like, let's burn it all down. Like, I'm over this town. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. It, it just like doesn't really feel like it makes sense. <laughs> and like, yeah. Like thought of. And then at the end of the movie, after, sorry, spoiler alert, Corey dies. And like after Lori has been giving Allison all this shit about the relationship, Allison is like, you were right. I knew he killed those people. So it's like, wait, so you Hold on. Yeah. freaked <clears throat> out? Like, for what? Then what was this all for? Yeah. <laughs> it's just very it's, strange. The whole thing feels like they had this movie they wanted to make, which is about the thing we keep talking around is Corey meets up with Michael. They have like a weird, like psychic transference when they look in each other's eyes. So They're strange. also in like a sewer where Michael's been hiding for apparently three years or whatever, or four years. Right. Um, and like Michael like looks into his soul and like you see with in montage like all the bad things that yeah. have happened to him, which is like this kid gets pushed off yeah. and dies. These high school bullies are bothering him. He's a twenty five year old man. Exactly, he's supposed to be twenty five at this point. Whatever. Grow up. Grow or up. just like Or just like tell them they're kids. Yeah. <laughs> tell I'm gonna tell your mom, like yeah. <laughs> seriously. I'm gonna get you grounded. Um also all these kids are like in marching band, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> I was like, the kids in my school who were in band were very chill. Yeah. I mean, I Again, guess they like, were trying to be inclusive and like, hey. Maybe that's what Gen Z is all about. I don't know. Maybe Gen Z's like, actually, nowadays the bullies are the band geeks. Gen Z, if that's accurate. Colin. Colin. <laughs> anyway, so Corey and Michael, they have like a, like, you know, they look in each other's eyes. They see each other for the first time. They kiss. It was a up. little sexual. It's a little. Times. I'll, I'll get to it. Halloween ends, but like Halloween talks. Erect. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shake hands. <laughs> it, uh, so the, Corey kind of takes up the mantle from Michael and starts killing people, but only people who are like affecting his life. Like he kills this homeless person Stop. who's bothering him and bothering him. He like goes up to him and talks to him. How dare he? And uh, <laughs> he kills... Uh, Allison's co-workers who are one of them is getting a promotion because she's sleeping with the boss so she kills he kills her and the boss he kills some other people I don't fucking Uh, know hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on he kills her and the boss okay okay (laughs) so this is the order so Corey goes into the sewer and he sees Michael and Michael doesn't kill him Michael just kind of grabs at him and they have their little psychic which is weird I don't think that's ever happened in the series that he's like Mm -hmm. at least to an adult he's spared kids before yeah like in the first movie but really if somebody gets in his way or approaches him he's kind of just like that's a knife well that's the thing because then Corey runs out of the sewer and the homeless person is like that I know who's in there and he never lets anybody out like why did he let you out and so like at first he's saying something okay. makes sense but okay. then he's like I'm Michael I'm Myers, Michael Myers. <laughs> and he whips out a knife so then he, he uh, got stabbed in self it's a little self defense yeah then at some point Corey I said Cody is out with Allison yes and he's yes. already killed somebody so like he's got the stench of death on him he um, looks like shit he looks like shit. He's always looking like shit. She needs to get her life together because she she he is always looking like shit. And I she think just he's kind of hot though. I thought so too. And like that one point when like he got off the bike and he just kind of grabbed her and kissed her. I was like, am I horny? Halloween right <laughs> 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 ends. My puss begins. What does that you mean? Know, some some words. <laughs> what does that mean? Aren't good. Halloween ends. Legs open. <laughs> some some words are not good. <laughs> wise wise words, Kira. <laughs> you know some words they're not good. <laughs> Oh, okay, but this is 
okay, so, so he kills. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so he earlier we find there's like a town, one of the town douches who looks like he's forty, <laughs> but he's hitting on Allison, who's supposed to be like twenty four. Yes. So this douche guy at one point is mad and douche guy. Corey leads. He he's following Corey because he's in like Corey, and Corey leads him to near the sewer where Michael is, right? Mm-hmm. And so the douche guy is like, "Where's Corey? I'm gonna beat him up." I'm here in the you, sewers like adults do. You've me- you don't mess with Doug Mulaney. The fucking Mulaney's again? The Mulaney's. You were so confused about who they were. Well, because I said, if I don't find this out by this movie, I'm going to be so mad. Because, like, why are you constantly... Because it's something we talked about in the last two movies. is like, Or at least in, in the second movie. Yeah. Is like, setting up these things that, like, have no payoff. So, that was the payoff. It's like, that's one of the Maloney's. Right, it's a douche monster. They mentioned something about, like, don't fuck with the Maloney's in the last movie. I don't even remember the context. It, it, I remember the context. Okay, it was the night me. of the murders... I think. The whole movie's like one night, so. Yeah. Probably. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. In the 70s. And I think it was like. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It was yes. like he was talking to Lonnie or Tommy or something and like tripped him. And I was like, don't mess with the Mulaney's. And then I was like, okay, well, why was that said directly to camera? Yeah. <laughs> was it mean? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've seen the original movie a bazillion times. I would know if there was a character named Maloney. There's not. And I've seen every Halloween movie. Unless I'm really misremembering, no Maloney needs to be found, so it does not make sense. Uh, also, yeah, so that was Doug Mulaney. And it also, it just seems clear that, like... Is it that was John Mulaney? No, it was John Mulaney. Oh, yeah, I could be saying the name wrong. <laughs> I think and it's that Maloney. guy, John Maloney Mulaney. <laughs> John Maloney. But he, bring, he lures him into the sewer, and he wants to kill Doug, this douche canoe. And Corey's like, show me how you do it. <laughs> This is where it gets kind of gay. He literally says to Michael... <laughs> this is where it gets kind of gay. <laughs> he literally says to Michael, show me how you do it. And he's like, get up, Michael. Get up. Because Michael is finally acting his age and is like, for the first time in, in the entire franchise, is like, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm not moving so fast anymore. <laughs> and um, that's when Corey holds Doug, this guy, from behind... While Michael stabs him from yeah. the front. And it honestly felt a little have more yeah. sexual. It's, uh... Yeah, I've, I've seen that comparison made a lot. I've seen people call, like, Call Me By Your Name Halloween edition. <laughs> like, <gasps> That's funny! Spice. Um, That's the vibe I got. Call Michael By Your Name? What? what? But then, like, after this kill, I guess, I don't know, because Michael, I guess, has a certain finesse, and he does that, and then Corey's like, great, we killed this guy together. Let's take this on the road. And then from there, the movie just gets kind of... Dumb. Yeah, it just becomes like kind of like adventures and murder. Let's kill people that we've met. While we check back with Lori occasionally, who's like getting bothered by townspeople. Yes! Oh my god! Well, one of the characters is like, What are you smiling about? And she's like, Oh, yeah, my She's like, I'm living my life. Mama. Nice in the store. And she's like, Sorry, I'm scheduling my dick appointment. So <laughs> she really is. Up. She's talking she's to really um, the, the, the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Are you looking it up? Hawkins? Narrow. Not yes, Hawkins. Hawkins. Then who's the other sheriff with the hat that shows up at the end? Him. Same person. Then that's not who I'm talking about. She sees her friend at the grocery yes, store. Yes, The guy him. who's her age. Yeah. Okay, then who is the guy <laughs> at the end with the, the big cowboy hat who is the sheriff? Oh! <laughs> yes, he was in the last movie. Yeah. The end when they get, I think at the end when the sheriff comes up to Lori and he's like, hey, you want to go out? She, <laughs> oh, okay. she has her sorry. groceries. You're right, you're right, you're right. And that was the end. <laughs> no, the, when they when they crush Michael's body, we'll get there. They the share or I don't even know what his job title is. He's a man of authority with a cowboy hat. He yeah. was in Halloween Kills. But do you remember his character name? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. 
remember. Anyway, so um, he's there. So yeah, this just, it just becomes Michael and Corey, the sister act on the road. Oh my god, yeah, he yeah, they killed the the people who were making fun of him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right, right, right. So Lori's leaving the grocery store, and this woman's like. Fuck you, Lori. You let this man here. My <laughs> sister got her throat cut out, and you don't even know her name. And I was like, oh my god, right, it's that character. It's in the last, in the last movie. movie. And I thought, I don't remember her name. And they never remind you. Mm-mm. And they do that later. They show the kid from the first also, movie, and I still don't remember his name. Remind us. It's not like dumb. Lori was there when she was killed. Like, Right. Why she's also a victim on this. Yeah. And like, she's leaving the grocery store trying to get her dick appointment. Like, right. And like, I get what they're going for. They're going for this town has been like... He's looking for somebody to blame, like we do, sure. so I get it, but it's oh, just kind yeah, of like, sure. it's it's not dramatically satisfying, it's just kind of dramatically frustrating. And yeah. sometimes frustration can be a good dramatic trope, especially if it's resolved, because then like, the burden is lifted and you feel that relief, that catharsis. Doesn't really happen with this movie. <laughs> no, no catharsis. No, the catharsis. She was not, she was... <sighs> this movie is not my catharsis. <laughs> catharsis. And anyway, um... So yeah, they kill Allison's coworker and boss. Yeah, the group of um, high schoolers. Corey kills by himself. What's... Like you said, the group of high schoolers. This these kills were kind of gnarly. There's like a kill where he uses like a blowtorch on one of their mouths, and you see like out of focus in the foreground. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. That was yeah. He um, kicked that girl's head in. Mm-hmm. Who was pinned down by the truck. Hate that. He went and twenty five year old has to kill some high schoolers. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Like, teenagers yeah. are the worst. I get it. But, like, I don't know. Just don't engage with them. I don't Yeah, <laughs> just, like... Go to your house that you probably have by yourself. That's the thing. They're just jealous that you have a house that you can just shit in. Right. You don't have to talk to your parents if you don't want to. And that's the dream. And that's the tea. The Halloween tea. So, basically, just, like, happiness. Oh, he kills the DJ. He kills the DJ and the that's woman who fun. works there. Yeah, it was a fun... I like that moment only because I like that they started playing the song... I was a teenage werewolf by the oh, cramps, cute. which is a great song. It has such a great build up. So like the build up into that kill was fun, and, and like the the um, the makeup on it is cool, mm-hmm. like with the f- mouth and the, the tongue He's is like cut cuts out his tongue off, and it, it goes stays on the record, which is fun. Yeah, it's like skipping on the tongue. Mm-hmm. And Allison's like, the song is skipping. On the yeah, that off. was kind of fun when it cut from the skipping song because we just saw his filleted tongue Ooh. sitting on the record, and then it cuts to Allison in her car, like something's wrong with the radio. <laughs> That's pretty fun. I like. Good. In a better movie, I'd be like, great. So then Corey goes to Lo- Corey and Lori meet up. Um, and they kiss. That's true. Al- Lori's already gotten bad vibes about Corey. She's like, Allison, yes. don't fuck mm-hmm. with him. And she's like, fuck you, Bob. You're the one who's doing harm. Grandma. Which, I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Looks also right. We did f- both of Allison's parents are dead. True. Right. The, the thing about Lori in this it. movie is like, on one hand, I'm glad she's kind of shirked the characterization of the last two movies which oh i found God. awful where she yeah. became this like you know survivalist gun nuts with like just just leaking trauma out of every pore at every moment and has no other existence which is sad but i think frustrating and kind of does not does not make me feel like i'm something I'm enjoying mm-hmm. especially because the first movie seems to be saying like don't live your life like her you have to move on as best you can while like retaining a bit of your like you know personality that, that's been shaped by this traumatic moment but then in the end is like actually she's right <laughs> <laughs> and you're like i don't know if she was but okay um yeah i mean she had like a crucifix necklace yes in this movie she's styled like she is in the original she has a long skirt she has her hair yes. down um, yeah she literally has the outfit at the end she has the high-waisted jeans with the blue yes. shirt that is true. She got the fit. 
And so, and the funny thing is, it's flipped. Whereas in the first two movies, she's like, everybody beware! And the town is like, calm down. And then now she's like, guys, we gotta get over it. And the town's like, ah, no! She's like, have you ever baked a pie? She's like, have you ever written a book? Baked a pie? I'm bad at both those things. So then burn it. I burned the pie and the book sounds like shit, girl. I mean, we were saying in the last, one of the last episodes, like, it's Illinois, baby. Smoke some of that weed, girl. Please. It's legal, mama. Um, but she has Halloween decorations up, which is definitely a interesting new turn for her. And it means it, that serves to indicate, like, you know, it's been four years. She's writing her little book. God. And on one hand, I'm like, great, we're getting out of the like rotten character she was for the last two. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad to see where she is now. Which feels like a combination of like her from the original movie and what they do to her in H two O. Where she becomes a, like, English professor, I think English, in some California university. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, like, you know, tr- funneling her trauma through art, <laughs> education, yeah. as it were. Where? But I think it's a little bit in... Actually, mm, I kind of like it. I kind of like the way that she's moved on and the town hasn't, which is the opposite of what it was before. I think that is actually kind of interesting. Because <laughs> uh, it's like... <laughs> well, it's like, you know, sometimes... This isn't always the case, but I feel like sometimes people will, like, hold up other people's trauma or bad experience and go, like, we need to listen to this or whatever. Even if the person who it happened to is like, guys, I'm good, you know? Mm, I can't think of specific examples right now, of course, but... The dad of the young boy from the beginning, he meets Lori, like, later in the movie, and he even says, like, people do shit like that and, like... They it kind of makes it like they're the pain is about them now. Yes, it's like, yes, exactly, it's not exactly, now. exactly. Like you see this in a lot of the current day trend of like true crime being so popular. Like how many podcasts I've listened to, like non-verified, non-experts talking about these victims as if they knew them, and like taking somebody else's pain and like turning it into like. At best, something for them to learn. At worst, profitable entertainment. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. Anyway, that's another conversation. So, Corey and Lori meet up at the end. Well, Corey she, and Lori. She, yeah, she's had a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. And, um, had a bad feeling. She goes, you know what? I think this is the moment. She goes, she calls the the 911 and she says, I'd like to report a suicide. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. Um, but she does this whole thing. It is very she, like, I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> I know, and watching it at a second glance, I was like, okay, work. So she like, <laughs> and she's like, she gets out the gun. She's thinking about it. She's, you know, she's struggling with it. And then finally we, we hear the gun go off and there's guts in the wall. And uh, we see a, a point of view, the camera point of view vision of someone going in. And she goes, did you really think, you didn't really think I'd kill myself or something like that. Something like that. This I did not get. Uh, and it's gory. And she I know. fights him. Why did she do it to attract him? Because the idea is like she, she likes did this. The drama. Yeah, but why did why? Unless we're talking Girl, like a spiritual know. thing, like a like a psychic connection, which the movie kind of plays with, like with the way that Michael and Corey like imprint on each other. Yeah. Well, I why is it? Why is she like this? Will do it. This is what'll get him here. I don't know. Like I know because honestly, I really did think it was going to be Michael in that moment. I mean, they me make too. it so you think it's Michael yes. and he looks like Michael, but it it would just make more sense if it was Michael because like I don't know, maybe he would have more of an emotional. Yeah, not emotional, of, but he would have more of a, a connection to her dad. Right. Well, every movie that has Laurie and Michael, no matter what of the five different fucking uh, branches timelines we're in, we're in this franchise, seriously five. That's, 
a yeah. little too much. It's a lot. Michael and Lori always have some sort of connection. And it's like very, you know. <laughs> Whether in some of those universes, they're brother and sister. In right. some, they just have a some sort of. I don't know, like just some sort of connection, and that's compelling without it, ma- like without putting a point on it. This doesn't really follow. <laughs> this is kind of just like a weird moment of again. The first thing I think is like some sort of like psychic energy that her like suicide foe suicide attempt would put out into the world that would attract Michael. But like the movie is just kind of like not about that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the only thing I can think of is like she it. just figured like. Well, if it seems like I'm dead, he's going to pop out. Because I think she just figured, like, I can send someone's, someone's close. Someone's hiding in the shadows right now. So if I pretend I'm dead and, like, hide behind this door. I thought that too. But it (laughs) saves her two seconds where he, like, doesn't barge in and get her. Because, like, immediately she goes, did you think it was, like, she just jumps right out. It's not like, it's not like he's, like, cleaning out the pumpkin or something. Like, what's this? And then he, he, she stabs him. It's kind of just like. (laughs) I guess it was a way of getting the, getting him to come out. Of his hiding space. Yeah. I think it just... Michael. I think it just smacks of, again, the thing I keep talking about the filmmakers doing, which is, we're going to take what you think's going to happen, then it doesn't happen. And it's like, it's kind of cheap. It's just cheap. Because she's kind of saying it to the audience too, right? Yeah. You didn't really think I'd kill myself. Because for a second I was like, is she really... And I was like, no, she's not. Uh, Oh, so so she she tries to... She goes through a whole thing with Corey. He keeps saying, like, if I can't have her, meaning Allison, like, nobody can, which is just like... Okay, so he stabs himself in the neck, uh-huh. and then Michael comes in. My, uh, no, Allison shows up, and she's pulled, right, right, she's, right, uh, right, right. Lori's right, pulled right, a knife right. out of his neck, and so Lori. Uh, it looks like she did killed. it, obviously. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and then Michael comes out at some point, and then uh, I don't know. We find we have, we have the, the knitting needles. Michael kills Corey though first. He breaks his neck. Oh, he does break. He his was neck. probably gonna die either way, but yeah. you know. But then uh, yeah, right, he does break his neck. He goes. Yeah, and then so she gets a needle in the ear by Michael. Michael tries to put her hand in the garbage disposal. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. so she at some point gets him basically nailed down to the cutting board. Yes, island. to the island. <laughs> it's a way to ruin your nice island. I mean, it, it is a stain. Stained. Um, so <laughs> yes, she, this island, it's stained. But, <laughs> Not because they with blood. <laughs> but she does what, she, what I guess you should do in this case to really prove to the audience that we are killing this man who mm. is this person. She literally just cuts him in like the fucking, what is this, your lymph? Not your lymph. Under the armpit. There's just a lot of Yeah, and she does and down the down, yeah, down, the, 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 down street the street of your wrist. I that we both know that. Um. And so, yeah. <laughs> well, that's not good. Um, um, and she bleeds him out. Oh, right, he, and it's very slow, which I like. Yeah. And it's the way he's pinned to the table and the way it happens and they're holding hands. It's very, like, ritualistic, like, sacrificial, mm, which I think is mm-hmm. interesting because it is kind of like this town needs this, like, to be decided. <laughs> needs it to be, like... Again, like a sacrifice, like some sort of ceremony almost. Yeah. So I kind of like that. I, I've seen people complain about like the Michael's death not being like wild enough. But I think mm-hmm. it's, I think because it is like, again, it's like the one change Every of time. pace in this movie that is actually like, okay. Like mm. I wasn't expecting it to be so gentle is a weird thing to say about somebody's wrist being cut open, but it is comparatively. <laughs> I, th- I guess it's like, what else could we do at this point? Well, the thing with these Halloween movies is that, like, you know, same with the Jason movies and the Freddy movies. Whenever they're, like, killed, in quotation marks, yeah. part of you is like, oh, they're yeah, actually they dead. Yeah. Partially because they keep coming back and they're, like, beyond physical, but also because there's usually sequels. Whereas this one, like, there's no planned sequels to this movie. It which, seems to be the end. It's in the title. Which is why I kind of love that they 
which they do with a few, later at the end of the movie uh, in the final scene they mm. literally put him through a fucking like thing that they probably grinder. used to crush cars yeah yeah his like and body said, gets it's, this body yeah. is done and again, it's very—it's the whole town like doing it, except mm-hmm. for Kyle Richards, the Real Housewife who plays Lindsay. <laughs> Maybe they showed her. I don't think she's in that scene. Well, or she's in the crowd somewhere. They just it just felt like her. she had to go back she's to California busy. to film <laughs> Real Housewives. Yeah, I, I do want to say though, earlier in the movie, she's like this witchy bartender. Yeah, she has a little nose. I love it, and she's like doing a tarot read with um, Allison, mm-hmm. and Allison pulls the death card, and Alice, and she's like, and. Kyle Richards, whatever her character <laughs> name is, she goes, "Oh no, that's a good thing. It, it says a major. It means a major phase is ending, and a new one is about to begin. Which also means to me, you know, we're we're killing this character, and maybe a new one will emerge in in Michael's place. Okay, um, interesting. Which it kind of did, and then he he died. So yeah, <laughs> all good. But yeah, this whole movie, this whole thing of like. It doing this Corey thing and then like just kind of quickly dispatching with him. It reads like they wanted to like tell a story and tell something interesting and new about the nature of evil and the mm. way it can pass through into even the most unsuspecting of like you know nice young men, and that's all yeah. well and good, I, I guess like by itself. <laughs> but then like they're the, at the same time they have to have this final showdown with Michael and Lori. Yeah. There can't be anybody else there. It's what we've been come to expect. It's what if they didn't have that, it would be disastrous. I think. <laughs> And so they're like, oh, but how do we get rid of Corey? I know, just snap his neck. And it's kind of just like... Yeah, it really just felt like the setup, again, is just like, we set all this up, and I feel like there was just like a lot of potential for like cool things to explore and like yeah. cool themes to get into. And then it just kind of like, um, uh, kill that guy. Exactly, and then let's exactly. completely destroy this body. Um, but I like you're saying, I, I like the whole town got involved, and it was like a town healing moment. Yep. And then we, and then actually, really, the final beat of the movie is Lori's house, and she's, you know, she, yeah, she's flirting with Hawkins, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. Birds are chirping. She the said, Michael Myers mask is on the She said, table. A-cab, all cops are beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck the police. I'm so sorry. I she's about to. <laughs> I think I will. I think I will. Defund this puss. A line, I, I mean. God. a line I did like, though, was when Lori was killing Mike Myers on the, on the table. She said, I thought you were the boogeyman, but you're just a man about to stop breathing. And then she cut his fucking throat, oh, man. bitch. That's, and that's a good way to phrase that, because I'd probably be like, I thought you were the boogeyman, but your boogie's over me. Like, Wait, <laughs> damn like it. That. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Shit, hold on. Fuck. And he's like bleeding you out. You're like, no, no, come on. <laughs> no, you stay with me. <laughs> she thinks that the next day in the shower, like, you know, when you're like thinking of something or like lying in bed. <laughs> damn it. Fuck, I gotta you know, redo. He, but you know, it really was her like in 1984. She was like, if I ever see that man, you know what I'm going to say? Hi. Yeah, she's been she's been workshopping this. Literally, she's been, she has a rough draft upstairs with her thoughts on Michael oh on her God. laptop. Oh, you, you, did you see? Did you notice what the name of the book was? Um, Her transcript. No. Stalkers, Saviors, and Sawain or Samhain, however you want to pronounce it. It's a terrible title. I didn't make it up. Her editor's gonna go. Wow, Lori, thanks. Let's just what call this think? like the Michael Myers Chronicles or what something like that. Especially if it's like a real <laughs> cheesy like. Lori's. Right, and because, like, Lori's is Lori even, like, a known figure in the world? I mean, like, Michael Myers is, is a serial killer, I assume. I don't know. But, like... Well, she has enough money to, again, buy a house. <laughs> well, I that guess... makes you somebody uh, buy a house. And the, the podcasters in the first movie, like, seek her out. So I guess she has some yeah. notoriety, at least to people who are into true crime. You know, the way that people nowadays know, like, survivors of serial killers and all that jazz. Uh, oh, Don't Fear the Reaper played mm-hmm. in the credits, but also yes. played in the grocery store yes, scene did. as, like, grocery store music. A little, like, 
key little music, Dentist like major key room. version. Um, um, oh, and also there was this whole, there was just like a, a few scenes with um, Corey and like his like scarecrow mask and like he really enjoyed the mask life. I kind of like that mask. It was fun. I really thought there was going to be more of him. Again, yeah. just more of him. Like, I thought, honestly, I was like, okay, we're going to have another set of movies and he's going to be like the killer. Right. It felt like they were soft launching a new killer, but then he dies. So. Yeah, it was strange. I was like, why did, why am I here? There is one kill I did like. It's the ki- It's the doctor who's the boss, who's Allison's boss. Okay. And like, Ooh, um, yeah. sh- the nurse is like, where are you? It's like, she goes out to <laughs> look Dr. for him. Dr. Mathis? Hello? Um, she goes out to look for him, like, by the pool, and you yeah. see, like, in the background, Ooh. like... Huh? Sorry. I'm just impressed there's a pool. He's a doctor. I know. Money. I know. I know. I'm sorry. The pool is open in October in Illinois. Anyway, I, I, don't, I, I, don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. That's, a, that's such a California thing, you know, like, when... California and, movies are like, I was like oh, high schools, no, I, you know, all high schools are like lockers outdoors. outside. I don't think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like here in New Hampshire. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so, but the doctor is uh, being stabbed like far yeah. in the background by Corey and it's like really dim. Like yeah. the lighting is, and he's just, it's just silently happening like over mm-hmm. and over again. I kind of like that. It reminded me of like some of the like good scares in better movies like Hereditary I mean, where something where... is like just out of focus and you're like, am I seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. But there was like yeah, no absolutely. attention brought to it. There was no sound effect or music sting. Mm-hmm. Good job there. <laughs> Bravo. The kills in general in this I think were pretty good as they were in the last one. And the, the funny thing is, and I, I don't know if this is a popular opinion, the thing about the Halloween series is they're not as known for like their kills as like... Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street are for the most part yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, 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 no, totally. or like I feel like it's more of a like theme and character and like autumnal vibes Exa- no I 100% agree um, yeah. so it's weird for like Halloween Kills and this movie to be like known most for their kills I guess but yeah, yeah you gotta do what you gotta do that, that's what I mean I feel like the, the theme of this whole trilogy is just like how many it's very like you know Final Destination yeah yeah and, and I know it's a different but did you know, so in the last movie, they keep chanting, evil dies tonight, like the crowd. Right. Did you notice that there was some graffiti at some point that said, love wins today? Shut sorry, sorry, up. love lives today. I'm Whoever so sorry. Whoever wrote that, fuck you. Whoever wrote that, fuck you. It was like in beautiful cursive. I'm like, what kind of graffiti? Shut anyway. the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, at one point when um, Allison is out or something, I don't know, who knows? Allison is out and Lori is calling her and she's like, please, please come back. I'm just worried about mm-hmm. you. And it shows her looking at a picture of her with her two friends. I know. Annie that- and... Fuck. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. So and so. What's her face? face? The ugly cheerleader. One. Yeah, cheerleader. <laughs> well, um, was that shot from the original? Like, do we ever see that picture I, in any other movie? I don't think the... we see it in the movie, but you know, they might have been a behind the scenes shot, That's or it might have been know. like a composite. Linda. PJ Souls is Linda. Oh, wow. Her wait. I'm so sorry, Linda. Linda's full name is. It's four. These are like spaced out four different words. Oh my God. Linda Van Der Klock. K L O K. What a slut. <laughs> She's a, what a slut from the Netherlands. <laughs> Amsterdam. Everybody The whole thing of this town it being like haunted by this evil presence. I, I'm not the only one made this comparison, but it's very like it. You know, it's very oh, like yeah, sure. dairy in it being like. There's like, oh. there's, like a kid missing posters yep. everywhere, which I mean, I, not to be like, I love that, but it does. <laughs> uh, it does oh my God, the missing posters? Love. <laughs> it does add like a nice like oogie spooky, mm-hmm. uh, like you're saying, Stephen Kingian. Uh, sort of vibe Kingian. To it. Ooh. I don't know. King on. I think that's all I got. Yeah, no, I, I, sorry. Well, you should close the laptop. Your care is done. The laptop is closed. 
Um, yeah, so that's Halloween ends. I think it's just kind of like a soup of like, I call it like pop psychology, you know, where it's like, they do this because of that. And you're like, uh, I guess. (laughs) Like, thinks it's so smart, but it's not. And like, I don't mind a dumb movie. I do mind a movie that thinks it's smart, but is dumb. 1,000%. One that, you you said it perfectly. Thank you. So, I don't know. I, I feel like... It was great to see the end of something, <laughs> you know, and like it really is an end of an era. So little <laughs> ends know? nowadays, if you think so, about it. True. Movies, I mean, stories. Finally. I um, mean, old politicians. I can't wait to get out of this trend, like you're saying. I'm just like, let's just reboot and redo. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm glad we're feeling the nostalgia and it's great, but like our brains need new content that's sure. good. Well, the thing is, this is not going to be the last Halloween movie we ever see. I mean, like, yeah. first of all, that series will never die, as will the other. Although we haven't seen a Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th in a long time. Yeah. I know Friday the 13th has had some rights issues. That's dumb. That's dumb. Like, the last time those movies got made was, like, remakes in, like, 2009, 2010. So right. it's been a while. But Halloween is always around. Like the holiday. Like the holiday. It's super easy to market. They always make a ton of money. This is doing very well at the box office. Even though it's streaming on Peacock right now, people are still going oh, to the theater cool. to watch it. Well, that's good. Yeah, which I, I, I agree. Is well, I, wonder, I, I bet, too, obviously the thrill of it, the event of it all, and plus I'm sure the divisiveness makes people also really want to see it because they're like, well, yes. now I want to know if I'll like it. Yeah, and horror movies, I think, are... Definitely better in a theater if you have a good audience. Like, it can be a good time. Yeah, yeah. I did watch this on Peacock because I was with a group. Yes. Um, oh, oh, you were with a group. Yes. Nice. Um, but I'm always supporting seeing movies, horror movies in theaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, maybe it would have been fun in a theater, but probably not any yeah. more fun than That's the thing. It's not a very good movie. So, it's what now. Um, but yeah, happy Halloween! <laughs> this has been Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Halloweeners Pod. You can follow me on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram at CodyMonster91. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at HeyKiraHey. Uh, you can follow uh, the artist who does our artwork, Leah Patterson, on Instagram at Leah Bean. You can follow our theme music composer, Apre Pompeii, on Everything. Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Spotify, wonderful music coming from them. They have a wonderful album called Clay, which is great autumnal vibes, I'll say specifically, but good anytime of year. And if you like us, please share, like, subscribe, follow, whatever. Share us. Uh, You can do all those things for free, but if you want to give (laughs) us like some cash, if you like what you're hearing, uh, check us out on Cash App. We're at, uh, the handle is Halloweeners Pod, and uh, you know, it doesn't have to be much, but if you like what you're Ear holes are receiving. Put something in our trick-or-treats basket. Oh, basket? I just, I just broke this. Oh, you did. Something Kira just broke something. Broke we gotta it. go. And don't forget, <laughs> folks, love lives today. <laughs> or whatever. I just wanted to see you get Kill angry. That person. <laughs> I just wanted to see you get so angry. Who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> Send us pictures of your decorations. Please. And your best smile. And your best smile. <laughs> <laughs>